Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 279. So we're approaching the end of February. We're going to soon be on March. I can't believe how much time has gone by and how much has uh, already happened. I mean, there's so much going on both in the world and uh, as well as locally. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, kind of share a couple of things that I'm working on right now. And I'll start with one of the more exciting ones, which is I am actually recording uh, an audio book right now for a friend of mine, and I won't announce uh, the book until uh, it's time. And, you know, I want to make sure that the author is ready for it, but it is exciting. It's something that is uh, definitely a different experience for me. And uh, going in, I thought, you know what? I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of uh, speaking, so this shouldn't be too too big of a deal. But actually, it stretched the the experience has stretched me so far because it's it's one thing to do a podcast where maybe you have some skeletal notes. It's another thing altogether to be reading off of a uh, a manuscript. And to do so in a way that doesn't sound like you're reading, it doesn't just sound like that you are reciting words on a page. Uh, there's emotion, there's inflection, uh, and in the particular case of this book, there's terminology that requires specific pronunciation. The other thing is, is that audiobooks uh, have a very specific technical requirement in terms of sound quality, in terms of uh, modulation, in terms of uh, noise level. And there are a lot of technical requirements. So I've been giving myself a crash course in all of this as I've been going through it. But it's been a lot of fun. And recording an audiobook, I think, is really the missed opportunity that a lot of authors are not taking advantage of. Because so many people now listen to audiobooks, and I personally don't actually. I will, it's funny because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Obviously, I'm, I'm big on uh, streaming audio, but I'm not really big into audiobooks yet. And it's not that I have anything against it, I'm just more of a traditional kind of reader, especially this year now that I have a Kindle device. However, I recognize the fact that a lot of people love audiobooks, audio infotainment is one of the ways that uh, we break up our commutes, where we break up the downtime, those moments in between where we're so used to listening that it, it's become a primary way of consuming information. And so I'm excited about this because even though I may not be a consumer of audiobooks, I know a lot of people are. And so helping my friend get his audiobook done is a real uh, boon for me. It's been a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work and it requires a lot of planning and organization. Uh, it's a lot of uh, takes. It's a, It takes a lot of patience and there is a learning curve for this. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. Let me share a couple of other um 
updates. I'll talk a little bit about Poshmark because Poshmark, I think last year, those, those were some, those continue to be some of my most listened to episodes. And I've seen this quite a bit on some of the Poshmark forums, and I casually follow these on Facebook, and people will say, well, I listed something on Poshmark, and it's just not selling. And I will tell you, it takes time. And one of the things that I did last year was I made sure to document from the very beginning, even long before we got onto Poshmark, Uh, My dad and I had about a three-year journey, two to three-year journey of just trying to figure out the best place for us to take his business online. And I mentioned we tried a lot of different outlets. We tried Amazon FBA. We tried Shopify. We tried eBay. And they're all really, really great. They all have pros and cons for selling clothes. You know, they, they weren't necessarily the best fit for my dad's kind of business. And I found Poshmark by accident. But even once we found that, hey, this is a very user-friendly platform and it's really easy to get set up with, it takes time to generate your first sale. And for us, we set it up, what, around May of 2018. We didn't get our first sale until August. So for those of you who are uh, really, really gung-ho about starting on Poshmark, you may get your first sale within the first day or the first two days or the first week. Great. It really, it's, it's going to depend on what it is you're listing. And part of it's going to depend on how proactive you are about it. And that's one of the things I actually liken Poshmark. I don't know if you grew up in the nineties, uh, like I did there, they used to, there used to be these things called digital pets. And basically, um, they were just, just like LCD virtual pets. And, uh, you would push these buttons where you would take it for a walk, you would feed it, and if you forgot to do those things, it would just get sad. And uh, I used to see these all the time. I never, I never owned one myself, but I had, uh, I remember seeing them in in the hallways at school. And uh, I really liken it to that. It actually, that's the analogy that kind of comes up uh, for me when I think about Poshmark is that you've got to be proactive. It's not enough just to list what it is you're selling on Poshmark. You got to be proactive about it. You got to share. And, and I talked about this a lot more in the mini series. I'm not going to go in depth, but you got to share it to your followers. You got to share it to Poshmark parties, which are designated hours in which you can, you can share specific types of items. Um, and I talked about this a lot last year, just be proactive, try to attend those, uh, Poshmark parties. Once you have it listed, share it out, make sure you're letting people know. And one of the things that you will find, this is really an interesting side effect, is that if you list a specific type of item, the more you share it, the more it's going to increase your SEO, your search engine optimization, not only on Poshmark itself, but on Google. And I've noticed that uh, as we have been uh, sharing items regularly, we try to do it. I I started out doing this every single day, seven days a week. And then we got to the point where we had so many listings that it just became uh, impractical to do that. So now with uh, about a thousand listings, uh, the best I can do is maybe one to two days a week where I, sp- I pick very specific types of Poshmark parties to share those two. And uh, what I found is over the, over the months, uh, particular listings that we end up sharing out a lot, uh, if you search for those on Google using the, the style number or the particular make and model of the garment, uh, it tends to pop up pretty, pretty high up. So I don't know if Poshmark did this on purpose, but they created a platform which not only um, 
builds in the social sharing, but can also help with your SEO. So if you are starting out on Poshmark, just know that it may take some time. Be patient with it. And remember the keys that I talked about last year, if you followed along, and I'll have the mini series linked in this write-up, but answer questions. That is one of the best ways you can stand out on Poshmark is to answer questions. Engage with people. If someone puts an item that you have listed in a bundle, communicate with them. Say, hey, do you have any questions about this? Or maybe extend them an offer or a discount. Uh, and uh, go above and beyond. One of the ways that we've done that is that when someone asks a question that maybe is better answered visually, we'll post an extra photo. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll really go above and beyond without the expectation that the person's going to buy. So always do so freely and don't necessarily expect that it's going to land a sale. Oftentimes it will, though. And finally, this is the one that you have the most control over. When you do finally land that sale, send it out as quickly as possible. And that's one of the great things about what we've done uh, from the beginning is we stand out simply because we send out all orders the same day. And we have a post office location where if it's after hours, let's say it's on Sunday or it's a holiday, they actually have an after hours drop slot where we can go and we can just drop it off. So the more you're able to stay on top of that, the more you're going to stand out and give a great uh, shopping experience to your customer. And I'll give you a little tip. And I talk about this on the Poshmark mini series, follow up with your customer. So that's kind of so wrapping it up. Starting an audiobook, continuing to build on Poshmark, it's really an ongoing experience. Everything extends and it builds. So it's not a, a, a once and done. It's not like you list something on Poshmark and then you don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, it, it behooves you to continue building, growing, cultivating, plant that seed and nurture it, water it, give it sunlight so that it can grow and see where it's going to where it's going to take you because the more you put into it the more you more effort you put into it and not just like the big things but on a daily basis the more you cultivate those things the more of a return you're going to get later on well anyway this was just me just kind of freeforming it and uh, i'm excited to talk about more life hacks as we move into march feel free to connect with me on social at be moving forward the write-up for this episode's at bemovingforward.com and i look forward to keeping you up to date on all the different things that i'm working on have a great week and remember always be moving forward